Welcome to Free Your Wild, a podcast for women who are ready to face life's great unknowns, dare to live their truths, and become the wild women they were born to be. My name is Kenzie Elizabeth. I'm the author and creator of ThatBohoBabe.com, and I am passionate about helping women find their inner wild, cultivate their tribe, and begin living the life they're still dreaming about. Join me each week for real-life conversations, truth-sharing, and actionable advice on how you can start embracing your inner wild woman today. So if you're ready, inhale, exhale, let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so sorry. I missed you guys so much last week. I can't even begin to describe how much I missed you and missed the podcast. And I pretty much decided that if I can avoid it at all costs, I'm just never going to miss a podcast episode. I missed getting on here and chatting with you even the week before when I recorded my episode off my phone because I was on the go. It's just not the same as being here with you wholly focused on um, speaking with you and just really, you know, vibing on some truth and some real feels. So I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited. I'm back on that like focus game. Um, it's really nice. I feel like I haven't been able to clearly focus in a really long time. So I am excited. I'm back. Um, thank you for hanging in there with me. I, you know, I had told myself I'd made the commitment that I'd never miss a week. And last week I just couldn't, there was just a lot going on. I, decided to take the time for me and just rest that day versus trying to rush and put out something that probably wouldn't have been all that great. Um, I did take the time and really kind of sort out um, scheduling and better ways to be more productive so that I still get to sit here with you, be here with you, and um, not feel so pulled in so many different directions. So that was kind of exciting. That was a really big positive for me taking the break off. Um, I did want to take a moment to explain because I had some people reach out to me. I announced on my Instagram that I wouldn't be doing a podcast episode last week and had made mention or reference to like a mental crisis. And I kind of want to clarify because I was being a little dramatic because it was on my period. (laughs) Um, I did feel, I will say, I did feel like I was kind of like just losing it. Um, But I got hit by like a freight train of a PMS and all you women out there know, you know, if you, if you've never had a difficult period, I'm so jealous and envious, but I'm pretty sure most every woman I know has always had that one that just knocks her, you know, in the jaw. It comes out of left field. You're like, I knew you were coming and yet here you are kicking my butt. Um, And that's kind of what happened towards the end of not last week, but the week prior. My emotions were just all over the place. I knew my period was coming. I knew that was a possibility. Um, I, you know, when I was on birth control, I was prone to drastic mood swings, which was a lot of the reason why I stopped taking birth control. So I knew that the feels were definitely attached to it being that time of the month And I just couldn't help it. I was just, I was foggy in the brain. I was all over the place. I was mad. I was happy. I was crying. I was 
I was crying a lot. Um, so I was just all over the place and it was just really tough. It was very exhausting. Um, so just to clarify, I'm perfectly okay. Thank you to everybody who was concerned. It means so much to me that you reached out to make sure I was okay. Um, I absolutely appreciate it. And thank you from the bottom of my heart. On to more exciting updates. Um, new news coming from the blogosphere from that bohobabe.com. As of, we'll officially say today slash tomorrow because once I get off the podcast and hit my workout, I'm going to be working on it through the night to make sure by tomorrow this is accurate. But as of tomorrow, you can officially subscribe to that bohobabe.com newsletter. That's right, because if I wasn't doing enough, I'm adding in a weekly newsletter. Um, but really, it's just my way to keep you connected with everything going on. So it's just a weekly newsletter. It's going to be themed around the central themes of the podcast. Um, it's going to keep you updated on like the topic for the podcast, what's going on with the blog, if I have anything fun and exciting coming up, which P.S. by the way, I have like a whole list of things that I'm looking to roll out in the next like few months. So there's so much new stuff coming at you. Um, as I've kind of expressed through the podcast, through the blog, I am embracing the idea of being in my mess and being a work in progress. So the newsletter is really going to be a good way for you to see updates in real time. So if there's a glitch in the blog, odds are that newsletter is going to address why it is that way or what's being worked on. Um, I love the idea of being transparent. I know from a consumer perspective, we want everything to be perfect. But from a people perspective, we want to know that people are real. Um, so instead of um, apologizing, which is something I'm prone to do when things don't go exactly right, I'm just embracing the fact that I'm learning as I go. So all of you are on this you know, rickety train ride with me to figure it all out. You know, I'm not fortunate enough financially quite yet to be able to like hire a web designer or take a course to learn how to do it. I'm literally roughing it um, in the in the blogger wild out there. Um, and so I appreciate all of you coming on with me. Super easy to sign up. I've got like 15 different ways, places on the blog where you can sign up for the newsletter. Um, just go to thatbohobabe.com. By the end of the week, if not by today, tomorrow, um, I will have a link in my link tree on Instagram. There will obviously be access to it on my Facebook and then the blog as well. There it will more than likely be like a pop up for you to sign up initially when you get onto the blog. And then there's a couple different places on the blog as well for you to sign up for that newsletter. I promise I'm not going to over inundate you with information. Um, I am somebody who subscribes to 5,000 different blogs because I want the freebie. So I know what it's like to be inundated by information you don't necessarily want. So I'm going to try and limit it to once a week, ideally every Friday, um, you'll start seeing these newsletters pop up. So if you don't get a chance to like track everything through social media or the blog, this gives you really good access to all of that. It also lets you know when I'm going to be doing events. I have a couple giveaways planned in the next few months. Um, if I go on any more brew reviews or anything like that, all that information is just going to be centralized within the newsletter. Plus all 
you know, it's my easiest way to deliver information for you. So when there's new things, exciting things, updates, first-hand looks, sneak peeks, all of those good things, that's all going to come through that newsletter. So you really just want to make sure that you're subscribed. If you subscribe, I'm just going to say anytime this week, but predominantly if you listen to this podcast tonight and try and subscribe and there's issues, bear with me. Try again at the end of the week because I am going to be working on it. I started working on it earlier today, ran out of time, um, and really just wanted to make sure I got the podcast out to you um, on the correct day. <laughs> so bear with me over the next couple days. If you try subscribing and there's issues, um, just kind of hang tight till the end of the week and then we will get going. So, um, that's my exciting blurb there. My exciting announcement there. Um, check that out. Let me know what you think. Um, and with that, I don't really have any more updates. So let's just go ahead and dive into today's episode. So today's episode is all about control. Um, if you saw the post on my Instagram or Facebook yesterday regarding control, I, control has probably kicked my butt in the last two weeks more than anything else. So, and to me, it's just like a gross word because I've, I've, I hate control freaks and I hate micromanagers and I hate feeling controlled because who would really like that, to be honest. However, it's, it's something that I've come to realize that I do often and I don't necessarily do it from a standard perspective of a control freak. So sometimes I slip into those tendencies of needing to correct you or correct spelling, but for the most part, I'm, I'm pretty okay with just like letting shit slide. My issue with control comes with not being able to let things go. And it was something I didn't even realize I was doing. It was something I didn't realize that was a learned behavior that I learned at a very young age. Um, but I have this awful relationship with the concept of control. And it really came to a head last week, which was a large reason why I ended up canceling last week's podcast episode. Um, it came to a head where my need to control certain situations that I was put in became so great that I was physically sick. I was physically in pain. I was mentally in distress and I had no idea which way was up, down, sideways, diagonal. And the worst part was, is I did it all to myself. <laughs> there there are 5,000 outlying factors. There are probably 5,001 people who would tell me not to blame myself because it's all of these outlying factors. But if you know me and the household I was raised, there's no such thing as an excuse. So again, that's probably not the healthiest mentality, but it's, it's how I was raised. It's this idea of really owning who you are. Um, it's something I pride myself on. I'm very proud of the fact that I own everything I do. Good, bad, ugly, perfect mistake and everything in between. I own it. If I need to apologize, I suck it up and I eat the icky feeling and I apologize when I know I'm wrong. If I'm right, I stand firm in my conviction of being right until you can show me otherwise. Um, I'm flexible. I'm understanding but that's just kind of always been who I am. 
So it irks me to my core that this idea of who I think I am wasn't lining up with how I was feeling. So nobody likes the idea of not being able to let shit go. Like we hear it all the time. There's a whole freaking song about letting things go. Um, and what I found a couple years ago, like three to five years ago, honestly, I mean, I, if I'm being honest, I probably knew long before then, but we're going to say about three to five years ago, I really started facing my feelings with control and really started identifying where they were coming from. But about three to five years ago, I started realizing that I would get upset if things weren't going the way my brain had said they were going to go. Um, I would get upset or feel nervous or feel anxious when my best friend or close friends would talk about how close they were with somebody else. I would get anxious and fearful that somehow their interactions with other people were reflective of something that I was missing. And it wasn't until probably a solid three years ago that I learned that a lot of that feeling of fear and anxiety is rooted in codependency issues that I have that stem from things that occurred when I was really young. Um, I don't want to go into codependency today because I actually have like a whole episode planned for codependency. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot I want to talk on. I have a friend that I'm really hoping, um, I can bring on one day to really discuss codependency. She dives into it a lot on her podcast and just to kind of get her takeaways from it, um, is something I want. So I'm not going to delve into that. I did kind of realize like putting a name on it made a lot of sense. I did some research. I didn't do a lot because the second I researched something, I automatically think I have it. (laughs) Um, And if you don't believe me, ask either of my sisters about the West Nile virus outbreak in Fresno, California in like 2009, because they'll tell you that I thought I had all the things. Um, But I did. I really felt this need where I had to be the best. I had to be the best student. I had to be the best athlete. I had to be the best, the best, best friend. I had to be the best friend you saw in all the movies. Um, when I was in relationships, I had to be the best girlfriend, the ride or die girlfriend, the girlfriend that all the boys love, like their boyfriends love them and adore them. And these things that you see in movies and, as I kind of began to delve into this idea of codependency and where these feelings of control were coming from, I realized that not only A, do I have a problem where I feel like I need to be central to people's lives, but that that idea I had reinforced with societal norms, which was just like the worst pairing possible. Um, I want to clarify that I know I'm not the center of the universe And I know that obviously the unhealthy aspect of codependency definitely carved a lot of my thought process, Um, but it was a very real feeling and it was something that I would swallow all the time with the rare exception of like, 
I had a conversation with one of my good friends when I thought my best friend of 10 plus years was like not going to be my best friend anymore. And I'm telling you, I was like 23 having this conversation. And I was like, she's going to break up with me, like best friend breakup. And we kind of made a joke of it because it ended up not happening. And my best friend and I ended up having like this really great dinner and lunch and da da da. And it was kind of a laugh off moment. But for me, like those feelings were very real. And I remember thinking, I have to be a crazy person to think that I can only be the only person this significant in someone's life. Because I would hate if somebody did that to me. I would hate if somebody put that much on me or asked that much of me. And, you know, looking back at that, I had never really thought it was a problem until I realized that, like, all of these things that I was doing was to gain approval and appreciation and attention. And it... It was just this churning of emotions that I would mostly suffocate because it does. It makes you feel like a crazy person. You sit there and you're mad because um, you're mad because you're, you know, you're upset. Think your needs aren't being met, but you're also not telling anybody that this is why. But you're upset that they don't know, but you're upset that you can't just let it go. You're upset that you're in a situation you can't control, but you don't want to tell anyone because you feel weak, but you don't understand why nobody's helping you. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot of emotion. It's a lot of feelings. It's a lot of tug of war in the brain. And it can lead to things like anxiety and panic attacks, which I have had a couple. Um, two of them were work-related. They were... Um, because of my need to be like the best version of employee that I can be, I worked myself into a panic attack one day at work. I was so overwhelmed. I worked myself into a panic attack at work, broke out in full body hives, had to go home. Um, and then the second time I had an anxiety attack because God knows what reason. And I couldn't get to work fast enough and work was still asking me to come in. They, you know, I wasn't in a in the right mindset or position to just say, I need the day off because in my head, you don't ask for days off. You just go to work and work wasn't giving me the, Hey, it's okay. You're not feeling what good. Don't come back. So like the combination of those two things going to a head literally caused a severe anxiety attack. I think I scared the shit out of Cody that day. Cause he had no idea what to do with it. And, um, and it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And I, and it's one of those things that, I mean, I guess at least for me, I always thought like I can manage it. I can handle it. Um, and for a long time I could, and realistically, I don't think I would be talking about this if I didn't think that I couldn't anymore. Um, I had a huge wake up call last week. Because I have been on go for like almost a full four weeks. 
um, between pet sitting and going to events and trying to make time for, you know, my boyfriend and my social life and my family and doing all these things, I was on go a lot and I wasn't pumping the brakes and I was telling people I was fine and I was telling people I just needed to sleep and I was tired and I was fine. And I was upset because there were things happening within this time frame of all these moving pieces that I was trying to control. Like if I could just grasp here, but it wouldn't stay. If I could just grasp here, but it wouldn't stay. And I was, I found myself a lot of times outside in the cold, sitting there upset because Nothing was going the way I wanted it to. In my mind, the only way I could keep going was if I controlled every aspect of how things were going. There was no room for error. There was no room for other people changing the plan. I had to have the plan the whole time. And here I am sitting outside, bawling my eyes out because nothing is going according to plan. And... While that feeling was familiar for me, what wasn't familiar is I was pushing myself to the point of exhaustion where trying to fall asleep hurt. Like, I don't know how else to explain that, but I was so tired. I could barely make it to the couch, but I'd lay on the couch and my legs would spasm. So I couldn't fall asleep. And like, even if I was laying down, my legs weren't spasming, breathing was hard. And that's just unusual in general. Like I know I've gone through a lot of health changes and I'm working to get those back on track, but to be so tired that breathing hurts. Um, it, it was just, it was a combination of so many things and it sounds so awful and you ask, why did I continue to push myself? Because I was have I was enjoying myself in the moment. Um, we took Bubs to an event this weekend. And realistically, I probably should have said I was too tired. But we had a blast. I thoroughly, you know, he enjoyed it. I had an amazing time watching him enjoy it. You know, I went out the night before. Um, I went out and had like a birthday party for my niece and a baby shower. Like I had all these things going on. These were all things I wanted to do. I was just not allowing myself the recoup time, the recovery time. And it caught up and it, it forced my ass down. And it was in that moment that I had decided that that's what I was going to talk about on this week's podcast, because I can't believe that I'm the only person that I'm the only woman on this planet who runs themselves to the point of the exhaustion because they don't think they have the ability to say no. And if all of that wasn't complicated enough, if all of that you haven't said yes to at least something, if through all of that you're not going, holy shit, girl, like you gotta, you gotta slow your roll. On top of every feeling I had about wanting control Every time I tried to step back, I was overwhelmed, overwhelmed with an intense feeling of guilt, of shame, of, you know, someone somewhere is going to be disappointed in me. Someone somewhere is going to be mad at me. Um, someone somewhere is not going to be able to do X, Y, Z thing because I'm not holding up my end. 
Um, and it paired all that with this feeling of fraud because I spent the last two weeks talking to everybody I knew about taking time for themselves, about not talking to people if they don't want to talk to people. I gave my dad a whole sermon about how he didn't have to call people if he was too tired. And yet here I was burning myself out for others. And I, I don't mean to sound rude, but for bullshit, for literal bullshit. And I'm sitting here telling people like to take time that it's okay. And yet I can't do it. And it just becomes this never ending loop of, I have to control everything. I'm tired. I need to step back. Why should you step back? Because then someone's going to be disappointed. So you don't step back and then you feel like a fraud because it's a never ending cycle. And if there's one thing I know in talking to um, my fellow female friends, um, and to be fair, I haven't asked a lot of dudes, so I, I don't have a good like benchmark for guys. Um, but I know within like my group of female friends, disappointment, shame, guilt, those things are like commonplace. There's always somebody somewhere we're going to disappoint, whether that's, you know, ingrained in us you know, on our own, whether that's societal pressure, which I am a firm believer that if it's not a pressure directly from society, then it 100% is reinforced by ideals that we've set, um, expectations that, you know, were set so high that like we can't achieve all of them at one time. Like, you know, that meme where it's like, you see the triangle and they're like, Oh, like get good sleep, have a social life, look pretty. Like you can only pick one. Like, That's literally what it feels like sometimes to be a woman, um, especially since this ideal of like caregiver is thrust upon us. And once you have this ingrained notion that you have to be a caregiver, either you reject the idea, you find a balance or you're like me where you just you can't. And it's been a long struggle for me because control played a lot of issue in that I needed to have control of everything. Um. And it wasn't until my body physically said, you can't do that anymore, did I really look at what needed to be done. And what needed to be done was I needed to have this conversation right here. Um, I needed to, to put it out there that this is something that I go through. Because I know I can't be the only one. And so if you're listening to this and you thought you were the only one, like, just know you're not. Um, Know that it's a crazy feeling and you feel like a crazy person, but you're absolutely not. You are absolutely 1000% worthy and own the right to not have to feel you have to control everything. And I say this from the bottom of my heart because it is something I can say so easily and coach other people through doing it. And it is the most difficult thing for me. But you can allow yourself. And allow is such a, a, such a powerful word. But you can allow yourself to just let it go. It's not easy. It's not you know, a walk in the park. It's not as easy as saying like, all right, I'm going to let it go. I'm done because 
for somebody who has issues of codependency, somebody who has issues of impulse to control, somebody who has issues of anxiety, that's not an easy thing. Um, so I, I needed, it wasn't even so much a want, but I needed to come back with this episode and this takeaway on what was going on with me last week on my issues with control. Um, and just, just really start this conversation. And I really hope if you're listening, um, head on over and this is not, I promise you, this is not a shameless plug for the blog, but really head on over to that bohobabe.com. Uh, Click on the link to the podcast. There's a form there. If you relate in any way, if you have more questions, if you want to share a story, which I highly encourage, especially on this topic, if you're feeling like you don't know where to go next, leave me a comment, a question. It doesn't have to be something I can share on here. You can mark it so I know I can if you want. But let's start a conversation Let's start a conversation on learning to be okay with not controlling everything. Let's start a conversation about letting things go. Let's start a conversation about learning to not take it so personal when we can't be everything, everywhere, for everyone. Um, let's you know open up that dialogue. I'm so open and so ready to talk to more people about this specifically. Um, I didn't realize how excited I was to talk about this when I was first approached a couple of years back by a friend of mine, um, who I mentioned earlier, um, in regards to her blog or excuse me, her podcast on codependency. I had a conversation with her as a guest speaker in her, her podcast podcast. And that really opened my eyes to, you know, the multifacetedness of, um, codependent disorders, on where they're rooted and I have scoured the internet and listened to a few other podcasts um, and just really kind of embraced the idea and it's the more information you have the more you realize that you're not the only one the more community you build around it the more encouragement you have to put yourself first in those situations it makes a huge a huge, huge difference is all I can really say in that regard. And, um, I really hope you, if you're listening, you go to that, um, section on my blog and fill out that form and let's chat. Cause I really, I really want to hear from you on this. This is something I didn't realize I was so passionate about until I felt the extreme urge to talk about it. Um, so, yeah, I really like I I don't know where you go from there other than just know you're not alone. And for anybody who may be worried about my mental state, <laughs> I guess maybe that's for you. For, for anybody who's now terrified and so thoroughly concerned for me, um, know that I am absolutely 1000% okay. And I'll tell you why. After having about a week's worth of meltdown, and getting a couple good nights of phenomenal rest. (laughs) Um, I am thinking more clearly, seeing more clearly. I have kind of calmed down to a calmer rationale. I started working out. So basically, I put myself back onto the routine that I started like many years ago. So just really working out, trying to eat better, just being more conscientious of taking care of myself. 
And what I what I've honestly noticed when I'm having mental issues, it's because I'm also having physical issues. Um, so my hope is that my kind of nice like therapy is getting back into consistently training, whether that be cardio or weight training, eating cleaner, serving my body. Um, I've, I'm kind of looking into starting to do meditation, um, really incorporating yoga back in because I used to be like, I used to be way more flexible than I am now and I miss my flexibility. Um, and just really doing things that are more self-focused. Um, and I use the term self-focused because when you say put yourself first, everybody automatically associates that with self-centeredness and selfishness. I know I did for a really long time. So I, I prefer the term self-focused because self-focused is just meaning that you are taking care of you first. Um, I cannot stress it enough and I will probably have a podcast in the future on it. If you don't take care of yourself first, and I already know all of my badass babes who are listening to this, who have been listening for a while, you already know, you put yourself first, you're bound to serve more people than putting yourself last. And in the last couple of weeks, I completely forgot about my own advice. So putting myself first, being self-focused, doing things that I know are going to bring me happiness and comfort and joy. So I love when I work out. I love when I'm on my fitness grind, my health grind. So my first go-to whenever I have a moment like this, when I fall off the bandwagon, is to get back into my to my fitness grind, my health grind. Um, it, I always feel better. I always feel like the best version of myself. Um, I start reading more. I am currently binge watching The West Wing. I just do things that are boring, but, are <laughs> but bring me happiness. And that's the best thing I can say is if you go through a funk, if you fall into a control trap, if you fall into an anxiety episode, find your way out with where you know that you're happy. So I know my reset button is to get back in that health mindset, that health, that health grind as um, my best friend Phoebe tells me, like when we get, when we get about that life, like both of us start vibing a lot better. And I know that whenever we struggle, it's because we know that that aspect of our life isn't there. So for you, if you're an artist and you know that your reset is drawing or painting or writing, write. And don't give a fuck about whether it's good, bad, ugly, in between. Write, create, do, move, whatever your reset is, find it and follow it. Because odds are with things that are deep rooted things like control issues, codependency, anxiety, all of those things, you got to have a reset. And as much as you wish they won't come back, odds are something will cause them to. And the more you know yourself to know like, Hey, this is temporary. This will pass. I am okay. Let me just get back to my reset and we'll keep going. And that is what's going to carry you through. And that's going to make those moments seem less intense and easier to bounce back from. So I do have some affirmations for you. You know, I love my affirmations and I actually have an extra one today. So I have three affirmations and then I have a prayer. It's a very popular prayer. You probably already know it, um, but it's the serenity prayer. Um, it is single-handedly um, like the best thing that I've ever read. It's all-encompassing. I don't know how I don't have it tattooed on my body at this point. Um, but 
it is like the biggest like sign the biggest affirmation I could give I do have a couple others that I really like that I am going to give to you today um, but the serenity prayers just kind of all encompassing it really hits everything and to be honest you can take the religion out of it and it's still applicable so if you are you know non-religious if you aren't catholic or christian you don't want to say a, a prayer change the change the verbiage take out the word god it, it it's the same thing it's an affirmation it's it's a reminder that you are human and that the, the moment seems intense, like you're human and you, you're allowed to falter and fail so long as you get back up. You're allowed to fall. Always. You're always allowed to fall as long as you learn how to get back up, as long as you learn not to stay there. So just a really quick kind of like couple of takeaways I really want you to have from today's episode. Um, I just want you to know, and it's something that I always have to remind myself, especially after, you know, um, a moment like this, is just stop and refocus that no matter how much like everything in you is saying that you, you know, that you can't um, let go. Just know that you can. Just know that if you take that moment to stop and breathe, you absolutely, you can do whatever you want. Honestly, you can do whatever you want. It's your mind that's telling you that you can't. You can do whatever you want. So if you need to stop, if you need to take a moment, um, it's never going to be as critical as your brain is trying to tell you it is. I'm sure there are probably exceptions to that. But in for the sake of like, trying to control a situation that's completely out of your hands. There's nothing that, um, that you can't take the beat, take the moment to stop and think about and focus. Um, you can absolutely say no and the world won't end just to kind of cap up on that. Um, and driving home that putting yourself first is a single handedly the best way you can help anyone on this planet. You cannot help somebody if you don't help yourself first. You can't put the air mask on your kid if it's not already on your face. You can't give from an empty cup. XYZ, the examples go on and on. And then just know that your moments of weakness are the perfect moments to find your reminder. So I have three affirmations and the serenity prayer keep these with you. Keep it in your phone. Um, you know that I will more than likely keep it on my Instagram. So save it to your Instagram. Um, I'm going to try and make them downloadable. So if you ever want to save them to your phone, keep it with you because when you're in the midst of, you know, a control episode or a breakdown because you can't, like you can't have control over something. When you're in that moment, it is intense. It seems like there's no way out. It seems like you have nowhere to go. And having something to ground you and remind you, um, whether it's a phone call to a friend or one of these affirmations, or you Google the friggin' serenity prayer, having something to ground you and remind you that the world isn't spinning out of control, that it's not all going to come crashing down on you if you don't do the perfect thing, the right thing. If things don't go how you planned, it's okay. So just keep these on hand with you for those moments. I've said at least two of them in the past couple of days. And every time I say them and I've had to rewrite them and put them on post. And every time I have to kind of filter these through my brains, I can feel the tension loosening in my shoulders. And I really hope um, if you're struggling the way that I struggle, 
that these are helpful to you. Um, so my first affirmation for you is this. I am responsible for only myself and my actions. I am the designer of my fate. I am the master of my destiny and no one else's. The second affirmation I have. Today, I'm allowing myself the grace to let go of all things I feel I need to control. Today, I will allow myself the right to let go of anything that I'm carrying that is not mine. My third affirmation for you today. I release myself from the mindset or situations that I have created or entered into that are not mine. Today, I will not allow guilt or obsessive thoughts to hinder my decision to choose me first. This one was probably my most favorite of this week's affirmation, so I just want to read that to you again. I release myself from the mindset or situations that I have created or entered into that are not mine. Today, I will not allow guilt or obsessive thoughts to hinder my decision to choose me first. And last but not least, the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. For anybody who doesn't necessarily want that to sound like a prayer, you can always ever so slightly change it up too. I allow myself the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. For all the episodes that I think that I am being my most raw and authentic, I really surprised myself with this one. Um, and how willing I was to just lay it all out on the line. And I appreciate anybody and everybody who listens and shares this podcast. Um, you know, there's a lot of raw and realness in today's episode, and I appreciate you coming along with me. Um, I know every week I tell you how grateful I am, and I really couldn't drive that home more um, than I can today. So thank you for listening in on today's episode. For more information on the episode, blog updates, or all things Boho Babe, head on over to thatbohobabe.com. Make sure if you're an Apple listener, you leave that review on the podcast. Reviews on Apple Podcasts are the way that the podcast gets seen more, showing up for more people to tune in. Any review or star rating is greatly appreciated. I wish I wouldn't have to plug or promo that, but it just helps me get the blog out to more people. Thank you so much for listening in and I cannot wait to talk to you um, next week. Bye-bye.